0: Says Carmelo Anthony's bad for DFS. I'm Heath Cummings, he's Mike McClure, this is the Sportsline DFS Podcast, and I don't even care how many fantasy points Carmelo Anthony scored last night. Apparently, Melo convinced Russell Westbrook that because of the way the All-Star teams were presented on Twitter, and his name was last, that he was the last pick. And that is why Westbrook had such a great game last night. When Which name was listed right above his? It was John Wall. Okay. They both start with W. Yep. There is no name that starts with a letter after that in the alphabet. Right. You would think that Russ might have figured that out, but he is also a guy that likes to have a little extra motivation. Always. So I hope you played Russell Westbrook last night. We have got a very, very fun 10-game slate. You know, sometimes I say I love the slate. Sometimes I hate the slate. Slates can be good or bad for a variety of reasons. A lot of value, a lot of great games, whatever. This is just a fun slate. And, Mike, you don't know why yet. Well, what day is it? It's Friday. Yes. And if you uh, listened to the old Daily Fantasy Live podcast, you know where that comes from. I could even say, Mike, there are five players over $10,000 on DraftKings tonight. Would you like to rank them? Uh, sure. I would like to rank them. Let's
1: take a peek at the DraftKings salaries. <laughs> And those five players are James Harden, LeBron James, DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think that – hot take here. LeBron James is number one. Okay. Number two, oh, I think Anthony it's Davis. You think it's Anthony Davis? Okay. I think it's
0: Harden. Number three, Harden. Okay. Four cousins and five Giannis. Okay. I think Giannis may be the best tournament play Mm -hmm. of all of them because of the knee issue and the fact that his ownership could be low. I don't really think with him just missing two games and it just being soreness, they're going to limit him too much tonight. Yeah. But it's a possibility. We don't know that. I have no inside information. What I do have inside information on, I told you before the show, this is going to be our most fun podcast yet. And you don't know why. It's because we have a new game. It's not going to be an everyday game. But this is an interesting slate. For one real reason. And I have two mystery plays. Okay. You are going to tell me if they are mystery must plays. And you can try to guess who they are if you would like as well. Ah, uh, No, I don't want
1: to guess until I have a little more
0: information. Uh, no, I know. I'm going okay. to give you three Got facts it. about each. Uh, one of the facts is the same for both of them. This player number one has hit five times value in four of his last five games. His opponent gives up the most points to his position, and he is playing a revenge game. With those three facts, does he sound like he could be my must-play? Uh Yeah, I think he definitely could
1: be your must-play. Do you know who it is? I do know who it is. Who is it? Wesley Matthews.
0: It is not Wesley oh, Matthews. Oh, well, he is playing a revenge game. He is playing a revenge game, and that's something to keep in mind for as soon as this little game is over. But the answer is Dwight Howard. Ah, Dwight Howard has been a monster recently. Yes. He is facing a Hawks team that I don't think he's any too pleased with. No. No. And the Hawks are the worst team in the league against the center position. John Collins has had a very fine rookie year. He is no match for Superman. I like the
1: Dwight Howard play quite a bit. Dwight Howard is
0: my DraftKings must-play play of the day. Player number two. His FanDuel price is the lowest it's been since December. His opponent gives up the second most points to his position. A lot of times when you're playing a good matchup, your price goes up. Mm -hmm. His is as low as it's been since December. He is also in a revenge game. Wow.
1: Also in a revenge game. Yes. Yes. I should have come prepared with my revenge game narratives today. You
0: definitely should have come prepared with your revenge game, but you you didn't you didn't have to because I'm going to help you out with that throughout the show. Yes, thank you. Um, I I don't know who it is off the top of my head. It is Chris Paul going up against the New Orleans Pelicans.
1: Oh, an old revenge game. Okay. Old
0: revenge game. All right. And he his price down to ninety six hundred on FanDuel. He's been over ten thousand pretty much for the entire month of January. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul at New Orleans not as good of play as Dwight Howard, but, and I'll let you get to your must play on Fanduel first. Then I've got a little, a little, just a a gift, a a gift, gift for you, Mike.
1: I can't wait to hear it. Who who are you? Who's the must play on Fanduel? All right, my must play on Fanduel again. This is site specific because of positional requirements and salary. LeBron James. LeBron James.
0: What? Give me the narrative because I know there has to be a narrative here.
1: All right, the narrative here is. The Cavaliers are now the worst team in the NBA in terms of defensive efficiency. Mm-hmm. They're allowing 109.9 points per 100 possessions, which is awful. And LeBron is going to take that personally. Ty Lue is has to make some changes to the starting lineup. We're going to have Tristan Thompson starting. Uh, just things are getting shaken up a little bit there in Cleveland. And, you know, you anytime I, – I do love a narrative with LeBron, and he's got the narrative here against Lance Stevenson. Uh, this is the, the Pacers are looking to sweep the Cavs for the season if they win tonight. Okay. And that is something that LeBron does not want to happen. I think this is one of LeBron's best games of the year.
0: Wow. One of his best games of the year. And I will just say on the other side of that game, L- Lance is coming off a very nice outing. Yep. I think Lance probably gets extended run because of the effect that he has had on LeBron in the past. The last time these two faced off earlier this month. Yep. And LeBron had 60 FanDuel points. You'd be very happy with that at 10.9. Yes, you would. And in that same game, Lance Stevenson had 39 FanDuel points. You'd be very happy with that for 4,800, wouldn't you?
1: I would. Um, I'm a little concerned that he may not reach that minute total again, but he might because of his success that he's had against LeBron and just the annoying LeBron factor. Right. Uh, but he has not played that many minutes since that. That was, uh, I believe that was his season. You no, know, he played 36 against Dallas, but other than that, that, you know, that was back earlier uh in 2017, actually there. So, you know, recently he's only played 19, 19, 10, 16, 22, and 21. And that 21 that he played against Phoenix was with Darren Collison out of the lineup. Right. And Miles
0: Turner out of the lineup. Yep. Now Turner's still going to be out of the lineup. But Collison is back. Collison will be back. So I, yes, I don't think we'll see Lance play 30 minutes. I think 24 is well within the range.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely is. I think that he's, he should be on your radar in tournaments for
0: sure. Yeah. Okay. So your reward. It's Friday. We talked about Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. We talked about Dwight Howard. It's narrative night in the NBA. It's revenge game night in the NBA. You can put an entire DK lineup together. Of nothing but revenge games. I love it. I have built this lineup. And it's remarkable. I hadn't really thought of this in the past. Four different contributors. High minutes guys for the Houston Rockets. Used to play in New Orleans. Wow. So we have Chris Paul. Eric Gordon. Trevor Ariza. Ryan Anderson. Mm-hmm. All four of them played in New Orleans in the past. I forgot about Ariza
1: playing there, but I, I knew everybody else played there. I knew where you were going. As soon as I heard the Chris Paul narrative, I knew, uh, I knew yeah. what
0: we were doing. Yes. Dwight Howard, of course, would be our center. Yep. You mentioned Wesley Matthews. He's going up against Portland. He fits in at guard. Al Farouk Aminu playing against his old team, the Dallas Mavericks at forward. And then our utility. I mean, who else could it be but Michael Beasley, who has a revenge game against almost everyone, including <laughs> the Phoenix Suns, and also has a great matchup against the Phoenix Suns. I love it. Like, That's... And how, how does it fit in the, within the salary cap on draft games? You have $500 left. Wow. It's, so just, it's, 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 it's too perfect. It's a very playable lineup. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And then you have to roll this out in a $1 tournament at the very least, guys. Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, Trevor Ariza, Ryan Anderson... Dwight Howard, Wesley Matthews, Michael Beasley, Alfarukuminu. I don't think this is a lineup I ever would have come to looking at our normal things that we search for. Right. But it's, there's also some things to like about it. Oh yeah. The Houston Rockets at the New Orleans Pelicans is our highest over under the night at 227. You want a chunk of that game. Yeah. No, you, you definitely do. And almost everyone else has a good matchup at least. Mm-hmm. So, it really just a lot of fun. There's your revenge game narrative. Mike, do you have a stay away of the night? Yeah, I do. It's
1: going to be Joel Embiid. Uh, you know, my stay I like to stay away from bigs and tough spots. Uh huh. And I do not like him on the road against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, it's a pretty big drop in pace of play for this game. Uh So I just – I'm not interested in Joel Embiid. I'd much rather pay for Dwight Howard tonight. I'd pay the same money for Dwight Howard as I would for Joel Embiid. Yes, Bede.
0: for sure. And you kind of have to on FanDuel. Yep. I think they're a $100 difference. Yes, so, they are. I am staying away from Blake Griffin. Similar situation. It's a pace-down game at the Memphis Grizzlies. I We are expecting DeAndre Jordan to return. Mm-hmm. So I just don't want any part of Blake at power forward at 8,700 at Memphis.
1: That's fair. I uh, I definitely agree there. I don't see any scenario in which I play Blake Griffin tonight.
0: Fantastic. So, top scorer on the slate, I assume that you are just going with LeBron James?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, shoving the chips in the center. I am all in on LeBron James tonight, uh, at least on FanDuel.
0: I am going to say that James Harden outscores LeBron James. That doesn't mean they don't necessarily be a better, better play, but if I had to choose one player to be the top scorer, I think we agree, though, your top three would be LeBron, Davis, Harden. Yes. My number 1 would be Harden for sure. I let's just jump. We'll come back to that. But let's let's jump into the news and then I want to get into that Houston-New Orleans game. Mm-hmm. And that will kind of lead us down the Anthony Davis path that I almost went down there. Rodney Hood is out tonight for the Jazz. Joe Ingles or Alec Burks is going to be good. One yeah. of them. One of the two. Uh good luck figuring that out. Although I joked that we Talked bad about Joe Ingles, and so he was a good play. And he was. Yep. So I guess we could say something mean about Alec Burks after the performance he gave us last time we played him. For Cleveland, we've got some fairly major news. Dwayne Wade and Channing Frye are questionable. That's not that major. Tristan Thompson, though, is starting. Mm-hmm. And that's relevant for a lot of reasons. Obviously, just hopefully more minutes for him. Also, the Pacers, the second worst team in the league against the center position. Yep he's just 3600 on fanduel probably similar on draftkings yes um he is 3600 on draftkings as you, well you really want to get thompson into your draftkings lineup
1: i do uh, i'm probably leaning towards fanduel also right now i uh, just kind of i need to really see what kind of value opens up throughout the day uh, but i definitely think you should be looking to play him on draftkings for sure
0: everyone's going to play him yeah it's like this is not a contrarian type play or trying to outsmart anybody this is don't let the 3600 guy that scores 30 points not be in your lineup. Right. That's exactly what this is. So on DraftKings, and the only reason I hesitate on FanDuel is I like, I want right. to play Dwight Howard. Right. Um, but on, on DraftKings, I think we can just say we're going to start with a core of LeBron Thompson Howard. Yeah. And then we'll see. I, I know you like LeBron more on FanDuel. Yep. Uh, so we'll see if he's, st- if he stays in our DraftKings lineup. He's definitely in the FanDuel lineup though. Yeah. For sure. Other news for this slate, Miles Turner's out in that same game. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get Sabonis on Tristan Thompson. Sabonis is a power forward, so you can play both of them if you want to. I don't really like the way either of them match up with each other, but Cleveland's awful defensively. Awful. You said that before. Yep. Uh, Sabonis has given us a wide range of outcomes during Miles, Miles Turner's absence. We've seen anywhere from 17 to 39 fantasy points, and mm-hmm. I, that's about his range tonight. At 6,700 on FanDuel, he's not, not a bad tournament play, I don't think. No, I think he's a fine
1: tournament play. Uh, I don't think you're going there. Well, you might even go there in cash games a little bit at this point, but, uh, if you're doing it, it's just because you have to take two of them on FanDuel. On um, right. DraftKings at 6,300, I think he might be priced out for me.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, other news on the slate. Chandler Parsons, James Innes, Jamichael Green, all out. Jarrell Martin, Ben McLemore, Tyreek Evans, all questionable. Yuck. Grizzlies. Yes. Um, I
1: still like Tyreek if he plays. Uh, I think Tyreek Evans is going to see insane usage, and I think it's a pretty decent matchup for him against the Clippers. I mean, obviously it's not the best pace of play when you have this big of a slate, but I do think Tyreek Evans should once again be on your radar if he plays, Uh, knowing that he's questionable now, knowing that he sat the last game. He's probably going to be single digit to maybe 10% on.
0: And his price is back below 8,000, which is nice as well. Yes. So, uh, Clippers have been awful against wings. Tyreek really plays more like a point guard. Yeah. But they still have, they don't have anybody that's going to guard him. No. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, Rudy Gay, Manu Ginobili, all out. We, it was a weird thing that happened in the Spurs last game because they've decided that they're, they're star, I think they're moving forward with DeJounte Murray. Yeah, It guard. appears
1: that that's what they're going to do.
0: But he only played twenty four minutes against the Grizzlies. I,
1: it's just like what we've seen with Tony Parker. Sometimes you know Tony Parker gets to start, plays twenty two to twenty four minutes. Like, yeah, uh, you know. So I can't say that Murray gets a huge bump as a starter just because, right. You know, until we see him play thirty five minutes, I, you know, I love
0: the upside, but you know, I, I don't think he's safe on this big of a slate for the Sixers. T. J. McConnell will be active. Jared Bayless still questionable. That does hurt Ben Simmons just a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh, do not lock Ben Simmons in your lineup expecting the essentially the first half triple-double that you saw last time out. Right. Uh, that was pretty much a perfect storm situation for him with TJ McConnell coming back uh, and Bayless questionable. And then this matchup with the Spurs and the pace of play, uh, I don't see any reason why that triple-double would be. Returning again tonight.
0: TJ Warren, Alex Lynn, both questionable for the Suns. If Warren was out, then we would expect Josh Jackson to be a, a pretty good play. Uh Yeah. Marquise Chris is returning,
1: which does kind of muddy the waters a little bit there. Right. But, yeah, I think he would be someone that you could consider. I would like to see Lynn and Warren both out for that to happen, though.
0: And that does present another uh revenge game narrative possibility. Tyson Chandler spent a good chunk of time in New York. Yes, he did. And we've already seen the Suns give Greg Monroe a bunch of minutes against his old team. Yes. So this one isn't quite as recent. They may not uh, treat it the same way, but revenge games are fun. Now, I want to jump into this first game. It's Houston minus four at New Orleans. The Pelicans defensively are a train wreck. They are the second worst team against point guards, the worst against power forwards, the fourth worst against shooting guards, and they're (laughs) not really good at anything. No, they're not. So, obviously, with a bad defensive team and a huge number, you want a big chunk of this game. But on the other side of it, the two best players for the Pelicans, Boogie and Anthony Davis, Houston has been very good against Bigman this year, especially with Capella on the four. Are you just staying away from Boogie, but you're still okay with Davis? Or how how do you feel about those two?
1: Uh, I'm staying away from Boogie, but I do kind of like Anthony Davis still. Um, I'm not. I'm probably not paying up for him. Like I'm. I'd rather spend on LeBron James for sure. Right. But I, I prefer Anthony Davis over Cousins. I think that Capella is a very interesting matchup for Cousins, and really just the way that Chris Paul and James Harden and the way this game is going to play. Uh, I think that I just slightly prefer Anthony Davis over Cousins here.
0: Okay. How do you feel about Drew Holiday? Matched I, up
1: with Harden. I, I like Drew Holiday quite a bit. Uh,
0: honestly, Drew Holiday
1: is. Really one of the reasons why I'm not ranking James Harden above LeBron James in terms of, in terms of the order that I prefer the two, uh, simply because of the position. Shooting guard's a lot deeper than small forward is for me. Okay, uh, And one of those reasons is Drew Holiday. I like Drew Holiday a lot tonight. I think that the pace of play is going to benefit him. I think playing at home with that home scores keeping is going to help him a lot. Uh, uh, that That is a thing in New Orleans, uh, which is why I like Anthony Davis so
0: much. Okay, now we talked about the uh, Houston Revenge games uh we're just going to call them that tonight. Eric mm-hmm. Gordon, Ryan Anderson, Trevor Ariza. Those guys are cheap. But forgetting about the revenge game narrative for a second, do you have any interest in like it's hard to get a big chunk of this game when you consider like four the four best players are all over 9000 and then Drew's 7700. If you want a big chunk, you're going to have to play some of the cheaper players in this game. Yeah, who are the cheaper players in this game you like? Uh Eric Gordon for sure on FanDuel at 4800, I think that's a pretty fair price. Um
1: you know, he's obviously the usage is got, getting crushed with Harden and Paul both in the lineup. Right. But he's still going to play 30 minutes, uh, which is a good number for someone who's $4,800. He is someone that will take this revenge game seriously. He will try to score, especially with the game being on the road in New Orleans. Uh, so I do like Eric Gordon the most probably here.
0: Okay. Anybody else here we haven't talked about in this game? Um, we can, I mean, we
1: could talk about Ryan Anderson. He's, still $4,200. It's, it's g- cheap.
0: It's a good matchup in terms of what New Orleans is allowed to power forwards. Yes. Um. You wouldn't think like Ryan Anderson with Anthony Davis guarding him is a good matchup. Right. But so far, this, like, that's kind of just the way it's played out. And I don't know if that's because Davis sometimes ends up more on the big man and they put Boogie on the power forward to keep him out of foul trouble. But if Boogie's on Ryan Anderson, he's just going to stand six feet away and let him shoot threes. He's not going to chase him out there. Right.
1: So yeah, for that reason I I tend to agree exactly with what you said there. Uh I do like Ryan Anderson. I think he's going to have he's going to have the opportunity to shoot the three ball tonight. I I don't see that uh I don't see any way that he
0: doesn't. Um I think he's a good play. I'm just gonna, I'm I'm starting with our FanDuel build a different idea. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of a Houston New Orleans stack but without some of the major plays. I've got LeBron in there because he was your fan dual yep. must play. We've got Drew Holiday and Eric Gordon as our two shooting guards and Ryan Anderson and Anthony Davis as our two power forwards. I like it. Let's just start there and, and we'll go and see how, see how the rest of it develops. Second highest over under the night involves your must play LeBron James. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers and six point favorites, 223 over under. Cleveland's awful. The worst defensive team in the NBA. Yes. Pacers. Pretty good defensively, except they are terrible against centers. You would probably like to just go ahead on this FanDuel lineup and plug Tristan Thompson in at 3,600 as well, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I think that you kind of have to here. Uh, knowing what we know now, I think that Tristan Thompson is someone that, you know, especially if you're paying up for LeBron and Anthony Davis in this kind of a lineup, I think you okay. should probably take the value at the center position. Uh, Thompson didn't play well against Indiana the first time they played, or the, the most recent time that they played. Uh but I'm not really worried about that at all. The, he's a guy that uh you know Tristan's really gonna get up for getting the start tonight. This is something that, you know, he looks at himself as a starter and right. he is not going you know he he might fall on his face, but it's not going to be from a lack of effort. He is going to bring
0: it tonight. And in fairness to him, it's hard to get a check for a million dollars every month and think you're not a starter. Right. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's my paycheck sure says I'm a starter. Yes. Uh, on, on the Pacers side of this, we talked about Sabonis a little bit. Not a, not a bad option. Um, but not somebody we're crazy about. Is there anybody on Indiana you are? Like, it seems like we should be playing some Pacers against the worst defense in the NBA. Uh, yeah, I will take, uh, Darren Collison for sure tonight. I
1: think Collison is one of the better values at the point guard position at 5,400 on FanDuel. Uh, you know, he didn't play in the last game for personal reasons. So, you know, it's not like we're dealing with an injury of any kind right. here, uh, which is something that you like to see. I played 35 minutes against the Cavs last time, uh, just a couple weeks ago. Put up 34 fantasy points, and I kinda think that, uh, that's really his, his, I won't say his floor, but that's probably... That would be
0: aggressive to say 34 is his floor. That's,
1: uh, that's the baseline projection I think that you should expect from him tonight. Okay. Uh, so, you know, one thing that I like about Collison, and he's done a great job of picking up steals recently, And I think that he should be able to continue to do that against the Cavs, the way that they're going to play. The pace of play here is really going to help him. So I like Darren Collison at point guard. You like him more than Isaiah Thomas at 6,200? I think so, yeah. I I, Just because I think that if you think that I'm right about LeBron having essentially his bet one of his best games of the season, I don't think that Isaiah Thomas is going to have his top ceiling game as well. I just don't see that those two things happening on the same night.
0: I think I like Thomas better on DraftKings. Uh, he's only $300 more on DraftKings. Yep. And the scoring system benefits Collison more on FanDuel. Mhm. I so, agree with you completely. Yeah, I, I like, I like Collison. I kind of feel like, like the way Isaiah's shooting the ball, not well. But a high volume. Eventually, he's going to have a night where he makes a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, no, I like him. I like you said. I like him a lot better on DraftKings. So if you want to play Isaiah Thomas, in my opinion, you do it on DraftKings. You play Darren Collison on FanDuel, or you play them both if you want to play them both. No, no interest in Kevin Love. Um, I have a little interest in Kevin Love. My only problem is is the position, right? Uh, because of Tristan Thompson, and then also liking Dwight Howard. Um, I, I just don't see the scenario where right now at this point in the day where I'm spending 7,100 at center, I think it's going to be the value player. It's going to be paying up for Dwight. I'm going to keep Lance in my back
0: pocket and know that I've got him at 4,800 on FanDuel over on DraftKings. Lance is 4,600. I think there is a chance we get to the end of the show and we're looking for somebody at small forward in that price range. Yeah. He's not somebody I'm going to lock into the lineup, but I I do think he's somebody we should keep in mind. Absolutely agree. No, narratives I, like matter a lot. I, mean,
1: I like Lance tonight, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Lakers at the Bulls. This is a game that I, when I first saw it, I thought this is a game I'm going to stick. Bulls are four-point favorites, over-under of 222.5. Uh, neither one of these teams particularly good on the defensive side. We don't really have a whole lot of – like Jordan Clarkson – has continued, thankfully, to get more than 30 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, three straight now. Three straight with at least 38 FanDuel points. He's 7,500. On FanDuel. That's a lot. He's 73 on DraftKings. Those are big numbers. They are big too big numbers. for
1: you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I prefer Drew Holiday for 200 more tonight. Yes. So.
0: Uh, there is a play that I like in this game a lot though, and it's Zach Levine.
1: Yes, that's my, uh, my issue. I'm struggling right now with Zach Levine versus Eric Gordon. I think that they're very similar spots. Gordon's going to play a few extra minutes over Levine. Right. But Levine is going to have a lot higher usage. I like the matchup for him. Uh, so it's really close for me between Eric Gordon and Zach Levine, but I will definitely have Zach Levine exposure tonight.
0: Zach Levine, 5,400. I think if you, if it was in a, a universe, like if we get to the end of this lineup and we have 600 left over, I would rather play Zach Levine than Eric Gordon. Yeah. Gordon is $600 less, that's not nothing. So I, I would absolutely, I'm going to play both guys. I like Levine more if you have the money. 100% agree. The value's probably on Gordon's side. There have to be some Lakers that we're going to play in this matchup. Yeah, no, I mean,
1: there are Lakers that I like. The,
0: The problem is, is they all, like,
1: the minutes are just kinda, I mean, they, I don't know, I'm not super high on any one guy in particular. Like, I like Larry Nance a little bit. Uh huh. Uh, I like Brandon Ingram a little bit, right? Uh, I don't think any of them are like core cash game plays for me initially, but
0: I do, I do like those guys quite a bit. It's just, oh know. no, what? how do I, I, how on narrative night of all nights, how did we not discuss this? It's Rolo versus Brolo. Wow, it is the bro- We saw this with uh, the Gasol brothers earlier in the week. And the Hernan Gomez brothers last, last night. night. Uh, Robin Lopez forty three hundred on Fanduel. Brook Lopez forty two hundred on Fanduel. Do either of these coaches like them enough to let them play real minutes? Um,
1: I mean, I think that you know, if one plays more minutes, the other one's probably going to have to. Right. But I think that Robin Lopez is the guy that's certainly most likely to see the minutes.
0: Right. Oh, for sure. The, the um, thing is, Robin Lopez and the Bulls have been getting crushed by centers lately. Yeah. Um I, I like Julius Randle a lot more than I like Brook Lopez at this stage of their careers. Yeah. Randle is just such a wild card. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't like he's 6,700 on FanDuel and I just, I don't know that I can get there. Like I, I love his upside. I think he's a fantastic tournament play. Okay. Uh, he might even be my nominee for all tournament team because I, I do like the
0: matchup for him. Let's do it. Julius Randle, all tournament team at the center position. I like it. Yeah. Uh, any, anyone else in this game you're considering? Jerry and Grant, Laurie Markman? Uh,
1: I think that Jerry and Grant is someone that if you're, you know, playing a lot of lineups, I think he's someone you could consider. Um, you know, he's a hundred dollars more than Isaiah Thomas on FanDuel. Uh, I think that he's certainly going to be under owned. He's the same price as Darren Collison and he's cheaper than. Uh, Isaiah Thomas on DraftKings. So I, I really think that Jerry and Grant's gonna go under owned here and I wouldn't be shocked at all if he bounced right back to playing 30 plus minutes and, you know, flashed that 20 point, 10 assist upside again.
0: Morkin coming off his worst game for, since December 26th with just 18.6 FanDuel points against Philadelphia. This is a good matchup. If that, I, I don't expect he'll be highly owned. So no. I, I, I he's somebody I'll consider as well in lineups where I'm not playing Anthony Davis.
1: What are we doing, with Bobby Portis? Bobby Portis played 25 minutes last time out. You know, I don't know if that was because Markingham was struggling, uh, but they the Bulls made some changes at halftime. Portis got a lot of run there. Um, that's when Jerry and Grant did not get as much run in the second half. But he scored 46 fantasy points against
0: Philly. Yeah, um, I will be interested to see who the Bulls say they're starting tonight. Yeah, I guess is the is, is really what you have to take out of that. Yeah,
1: um, I think Portis is a is a tournament play to consider. OK, um, I I really do. I think he's in a good spot. He's forty five hundred. You know, you're not going to play him over Ryan Anderson, probably. But
0: we've got another high paced game. Another matchup of bad teams with bad defenses. It's the Knicks one point favorites at Phoenix over under of two seventeen Nick's really struggling against big men. Phoenix can't guard guards at all. There's not a lot of plays I like in this game, but it does feel like one that should probably be higher on the game stack radar. Uh Yeah, definitely. I think that it's a game that you should
1: be looking at, especially if you're playing like a late slate or something that includes the last three or four games of the night. Uh-huh. You're, you're definitely stacking this game up. Um, I like Devin Booker. I think he's going to be relatively low owned. I think he's, you know, just in that price range where, you know, Demar Derozan, even though he's against Utah, is only 400 more. Uh, he's still more expensive than Drew Holiday. So I, I like uh, I like Devin Booker. I think that, you know, we talked about him being the All Star snub. Didn't really go well for him against Indiana on the road against Victor Ladepo. I think tonight could be the night that he actually shows that he was the All-Star snub. Okay. Uh I like him at home against the Knicks team that just gave up 130 points to Denver last night and now is traveling on down to Phoenix uh to
0: play again. The, so, right, the one Nick that shouldn't be tired is Tim Hardaway right. who was the late scratch last night, the rest scratch. The rest, yeah. And the Suns are the third worst team in the NBA against the shooting guard position. Hardaway has been playing okay since he returned from injury. He hasn't had that huge game yet. I, I think he has some pretty big upside in this matchup, especially since he's the one Nick that's well-rested.
1: Yeah, I like uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. a lot tonight. My problem is his price tag.
0: Especially yeah.
1: At DraftKings, he's 6,600. And that right there is priced at kind of his upside almost. I mean, I know he has 70 fantasy point upside. We've seen it once or twice. but right. His real Upside is like 40 fantasy points. I,
0: I will, if, um, if Warren is ruled out, I will play a heavy dose of Josh Jackson. I know Marquise Chris is back. Yep. I expect Marquise Chris to be on a minutes limit. Jackson's going to play mostly at the small forward position. He's 4,200 on FanDuel. I'm, I'm going to have quite a bit of Josh Jackson if Warren is out.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not interested at all if Warren plays. No. But if Warren is out, I will be right there with you. I will have some exposure to Josh Jackson. Maybe on FanDuel, maybe on DraftKings, maybe on both.
0: Uh, the price point is very attractive if Warren doesn't play. Brooklyn is at Milwaukee. The Bucks, six and a half point favorites, 213 over under. Nets have kind of settled into this thing where they're okay at home and they go on the road and they're just absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. They can't guard anyone. I'm, I'm going to play Giannis in a tournament lineup or two. Yeah. Um, I know it's risky, but. He's been cleared to play. It was only a two-game absence. I think he's a full go.
1: Yeah. No, I, I definitely think he is, and I'm a little worried about fading him because in this kind of a matchup, Giannis might have 20 fantasy points with just blocks and steals. Yeah. Uh, especially on FanDuel where it's worth three points each. Uh, there's a good chance that he scores 20 fantasy points before he actually takes a shot, essentially.
0: So I've decided for my top three, I'm going Harden, LeBron, Giannis. Okay. In the over $10,000 range.
1: I'm a, I'm a little worried about fading him here. I just, I wouldn't at all be surprised if he only played 28 minutes tonight. If they took it easy on him, if they're right. coasting, if they're playing well on their home floor. Um, you know, we're really going to find
0: out how serious this injury was tonight. Oh yeah. And that's why know. I'm, I, I don't think if you're just playing one or two lineups tonight, just stay away. Yeah. D- save yourself the heartache. Yep. But if you're a multiple lineup guy, uh, the Nets are awful against point guards. Eric Bledsoe gets the old questionable slash probable tag. So yeah. he's got the injury thing next to his name. Yep. But everything I've read about this is like, it's just a little sort He's fine. Right. So I, I think Bledsoe at 7,600 is a nice tournament option. Yeah, I think he's a good tournament option tonight. Um, Speaking of tournament option, did we put Giannis on the all-tournament team at Small Forward? We haven't yet, but we can. Okay. He's Let's on the it. all-tournament team at Small Forward. Okay. I, I don't dislike Bledsoe. Middleton could be okay. Yeah. I don't know that I'm excited about anyone on Brooklyn.
1: Uh, no, I'm not interested in anyone on Brooklyn. Uh, I will mention that I think Chris Middleton is a good tournament play. Okay. Uh, same price as Devin Booker, cheaper than DeMar DeRozan by only $400, more expensive than Drew Holiday, just kind of in that range where we know no one's going to play him with Giannis coming back. And, you know, if you think, like I do, that Giannis might be limited still, I, I think Middleton's one of the better plays. That's shooting guard.
0: We're starting in, to get into some of the worst games of the night, and there are several of them. Yeah. So Clippers at Memphis, 211.5 over under. Clippers are three-point favorites. I know we've talked about you kind of like Tyreek. Yeah, just a little bit of Tyreek love. That's pretty much it from this game. Yeah, I, I can't imagine playing
1: anyone else. I mean, obviously Lou Williams has always got upside, but, man, I uh,
0: I uh can't justify the price tag with this many games. I'm comfortable to say that I am fading the Clippers. And that it is possible if everybody from Memphis that's questionable is out, I might play a couple of some – like I might go with like an Andrew Harrison or a Mario Chalmers or something like that. Right. But it's mostly just Tyreek or Bust in this game.
1: Yeah, Tyreek or Bust. um, Like I said, just make sure you follow my last-minute advice over on Sportsline because when this game – you know, the injuries happen. I will have an update over there. And if it breaks the way that I think it could with Memphis, like it has recently, we might have a little exposure to this right. game. Okay.
0: So. Portland, one and a half point favorite at Dallas. A good revenge game game with Wesley Matthews and Al Farouk Aminu. Over under of 210. Not good for a lot else, though.
1: Yeah, I don't, uh you know, the guys are just too expensive there. I'm not really interested in paying up for Damian Lillard. I know Lillard is... Played very well recently, uh, but I, I just can't get there. I think I would rather play Chris Paul in the Revenge game for two hundred dollars more.
0: Yes, I would. I would play Paul over Lillard. I will say Lillard has a great matchup. Dallas, while they're not a very good pace team, they they are really bad against guarding point guards. Yep. So I don't think Lillard's a terrible idea, but he's not somebody I'm targeting at all.
1: No, I'm not targeting. But to your point, Lillard isn't a guy that depends too much on pace. Uh, he right. gets a lot of his within the flow of the half court offense anyway. So I'm not a. Not opposed to it, just not someone I'm targeting.
0: We'll just move right on then. Atlanta is at Charlotte, and I do kind of like this game. Seven yeah. point favorite for Charlotte. Two ten over under. Dwight Howard is my must play over on DraftKings. I'm also going to have some exposure on FanDuel, where I think his ownership will be considerably lower. Yes, just because he's only a hundred dollars less than Embiid. I think people are going to play Embiid.
1: I think people are playing Embiid, and then we obviously can't forget Tristan Thompson. I think that yeah. you know, just the positional requirements are going to lower.
0: Dwight significantly on FanDuel. Um Kimball Walker didn't really deliver the last time that we played him, but I don't I don't necessarily dislike him against Dennis Schroeder here.
1: No, I like him. Uh I think that so what you're doing, especially on FanDuel tonight at point guard, uh if you're not paying up for Chris Paul, Kimball Walker is that guy that is the upper tier play that you can play. Okay. Because after that, I'm not playing Kyle Lowry against Utah. Eric Budso's questionable, Lonzo Ball's out. Um you know Mike Conley's out. Dennis Smith Jr. I'm probably not playing him. So I, I think that Walker is that guy. If you can't quite afford Chris Paul, I think Kemba's the guy you land on. Uh, I like Kemba Walker a lot tonight. I'm not at all worried about the last game against New Orleans.
0: I'm going to try to plug Kemba Walker in, but it's it's going to mean we're going to have to get pretty creative on. uh Let's see. He's 8300 on FanDuel, 87 on DraftKings. So we'll try to plug him in on FanDuel and, and see where it goes from there. Okay. Uh, anybody else in this Atlanta Charlotte game that you're interested in?
1: Um, I, I mean, I always say Kent Baysmore just because it's fun to say his name, but right. Um, I mean, you think it's fun to say his name? Why do you think I always say Urson Eliasova? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, no, there's really not anybody I'm interested in here. It's
0: just those two Charlotte guys. Okay, well, let's just move on then. We've moved through these lower games pretty quick because there's just not that much to talk about. Utah at Toronto. Toronto, an eight point favorite over under of 208. It's a tough, tough night to play Kyle Lowry or DeMar DeRozan. I do have some interest in Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. And I, we just keep coming back to center and that's why it may be a better night for DraftKings and FanDuel tonight because I want to play a lot of centers. Uh, but Gobert had been, has been solid since he returned. His first three games back, though, he kind of lived in that 27 to 29-minute range. He Mm -hmm. was able to stretch it out a little bit against Detroit. And that was an overtime game, but I'm glad that he had no restriction. Right. So he feels very solid at just under five times value. Like, it's hard to imagine him getting even as low as four times value. Yeah. So I like the floor a lot, and I we haven't seen the ceiling in a while, and it still exists.
1: Yeah, it still exists. I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, one point I want to make before we move on, though, the Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. we don't think of them as being a great matchup because really because of the pace of play, in my opinion, they're the opposite of the Warriors. So we talk about the Warriors not being an elite defense because they play with such a pace that doesn't right. really allow their numbers to do that. The Jazz are the other way for me. The pace of play makes them look a lot better than they are defensively. They actually rank 26th in efficiency against the shooting guard position. We've seen a couple guards that have had big games, one being John Wall, uh, a couple others. Kimba had a huge game against right. Utah. Um, and it's, you know, Lowry isn't really that score like that, you know, like in that spot, but I think DeRozan is, and I think DeRozan makes for a very, int- like, I think this is a good time to play DeRozan. As a tournament play. Yeah. Oh, of course. Definitely not in cash games. Okay.
0: Yeah, he's eighty four hundred on Fanduel. Over on DraftKings, you can get some DeRozan in your life for seventy six. That's yes.
1: a nice price on DraftKings for DeRozan. So
0: here, a couple guys you've talked about, three guys on DraftKings, all price four all price similarly. Chris Middleton's eighty two, Lou Williams eight thousand, Tyreek seventy eight, DeRozan seventy six. You love that range of shooting guard tonight on DraftKings. Who are your favorite two? Um, Just out of those four. Out of those, out of those four, I think DeRozan,
1: the more I, the more I talk about it and look at it, I think DeRozan is, uh, is that guy. Although. In tournaments. Yeah, if you want to drop down a little more though, I think Drew Holiday at 69 is, okay. is the best play out of all of them, of course. Uh, but I, I do like DeMar DeRozan in tournaments for sure.
0: Okay. Alright. Well, that's, uh, we've got one more game to get to unless you want to stay in Canada for a little while longer. Uh, no, I don't. Okay, Philadelphia at San Antonio, 201 over under the Spurs, just what, three and a half point favorites? Mm-hmm. Not a very big number. Philadelphia is terrible against shooting guards. San Antonio is great against everything. Are you going to have any exposure to this game?
1: I'm not planning on it right now. I mean, the only scenario in which I have some exposure is if somehow TJ McConnell gets downgraded to doubtful, Jared Bayless is out. Uh, then I might have a little interest in, in Ben Simmons again.
0: But. Or what about if San Antonio decides they're not playing five players?
1: Well, that obviously <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely be interested in guys like Kyle Anderson and uh, Duante Murray. Right. But other than that, no, I don't think that uh, I don't think there's any reason to go to the slowest pace game of the night um, when you've got this many games on the slate.
0: Okay, let's run through all tournament team real quick, and then we will uh, get to the lineups, which. We're gonna have some work to do. Yep, it's uh it's difficult to squeeze in the the guys we want to play all tournament at the point guard position. Is mm. is it Darren Collison?
1: I I think it can be. I think he'll be relatively popular in cash games still. Okay, but, um, so uh, well, the, unless you're afraid, so he'll be relatively popular in my cash game lineups.
0: Right, but he's, <laughs> he's going to be lower owned than Isaiah Thomas, though. I think so. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Collison then. Sure, I like it. Shooting guard, we're going through Rosen. Yes. Small forward, going with Giannis. Yep. Power forward, I don't remember choosing an all-tournament pick. We did not, and so I think there's not really a power forward that I'm in love with.
1: Yeah, for me, it's probably going to be out of the Bulls game, so it's either going to be Larry Nance or Bobby
0: Portis, I guess, for me. But okay, let's um, let's say Bobby Portis. And then at center, you chose one already. Was it was Julius Randall. Julius Randall. Julius Randall. So I, I, I like that uh, the all tournament team. FanDuel, we're going to have to cut somebody out of the lineup that I've put in mm-hmm. because we have small forward left. That's it. But only thirty six hundred to spend, and I assume there is not a thirty six hundred dollars small forward that you're interested in playing.
1: At this well, point. let's take a peek. Uh I don't think that there's okay. going to be. That's what that's what I thought. But the, there's one name we can mention it. Justin Anderson. Okay. I don't know how TJ McConnell returning will affect him, but he is back with the 76ers. Uh played 16, 14, 17 and 20 minutes in the most recent game, scored 20 fantasy points. Uh if you love the rest of the lineup and wanted to punt it, I think that it's something that you could do. I don't really I can't say that I
0: recommend it. But I think that it works. It would work better if Justin Anderson had been with the Spurs for a short period of time and this was a revenge game. Right. Then it would fit with the whole theme of the night. But he wasn't. He wasn't. So what we have right now is Darren Collison and Kemba Walker at point guard. Drew Holiday and Eric Gordon at shooting guard. LeBron at small forward. Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson at power forward. And Tristan at center. Mm -hmm. So that's a lineup we like a lot. I think what we have to do is probably go cheaper than Kimba.
1: Yeah, I think that you definitely have to drop Kimba, unfortunately. As much as I like Kimba tonight, I think you got to drop him a little bit. So
0: we're already playing Collison. We've already kind of got almost a double stack going here with Houston, New Orleans, and Indiana, Cleveland.
1: So you want to play Lance is what you
0: want to do. No, I'm wondering if we should put in Isaiah Thomas. Okay, I like that better. Uh, (laughs) That leaves us 5,700. At small forward, again, you look, I'll talk. Darren Collison, Isaiah Thomas are our point guards. Drew Holiday and Eric Gordon are our shooting guards. We've got LeBron at small forward. At power forward, Ryan Anderson and Anthony Davis. And Tristan Thompson at center. Tell me there is someone at small forward that you really like. Uh There is, but do you, how do you feel about,
1: you know, we both kind of like Zach Levine, right? Yeah, a lot. Well, let's swap Eric Gordon to Zach Levine. Okay. And let's get Lance in there because I want to see Lance and LeBron in the same lineup. I want to see them do what they did last time out, which I think that they will. Okay. So. Narrative
0: night. Narrative night it is. That's where we're going. Collison, IT, Holiday, Levine, LeBron and Lance, Ryan Anderson, Anthony Davis, and Tristan Thompson. Yep. I like that lineup. I think we did a nice job. Let's move over to DraftKings where I've left us a little bit more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we can squeeze Kimba in over here. No, we can't. Nope. So, we've got True Holiday, LeBron James, Tristan Thompson, and Dwight Howard are the only four players in our lineup on DraftKings. Yep. Uh, we probably still want to go with Collison on
1: this. It's six thousand. Uh, I think so. I think I, I like Darren Collison a lot
0: tonight. I think he's got a high, a pretty high floor. That leaves us forty five hundred for the final three spots. Mm-hmm. Not a huge sum of money. No, it's really not. At the guard position, we're looking right now. We're looking for punts at guard, forward, at utility. Give me your favorite DraftKings punt that we don't have in our lineup because we already have Tristan. (sighs) probably at this point, you know,
1: at this point in my model, it looks like Andrew Harrison. Honestly, Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I I don't don't love a lot of value there, but I I do think Andrew Harrison's a nice thing, and
0: it gets you back up to forty
1: nine hundred for your last two spots.
0: Right, and again. This is the type of situation where we may give you a lineup and say this is our favorite punt right now, but by 6:30 p.m. Eastern tonight there is going to be a much more obvious punt yes. available to you. In 100%. fact, that is the that is the more likely situation. So, don't don't get too locked into that. Uh now we're looking at forward. We've got a little bit a little bit of money to play with here. Mm-hmm. Um Joe Ingles is 4900. Next Next, okay, Lance is 46. All right, now we're talking. If we plug Lance in, that leaves us 52 for the utility. This lineup looks fairly similar to the FanDuel lineup. It does. And with 52, we've got Al Farouk Aminu. We've got Baysmore. We've got Ariza, Rubio, Jarrett Jack, and a good matchup against the Suns. Eric Gordon, who we just took out. Of our FanDuel lineups so Maybe it makes sense to plug him in on DraftKings I with, think it does The three point bonus Absolutely So we've got Collison, Holiday, LeBron, Thompson, Dwight Howard Andrew Harrison, Lance Stevenson, and Eric Gordon I like it You like that DraftKings lineup? I do We're going to like the money that we make We're going to love Revenge Game Night in the NBA And we're going to be back on Monday With more of the Sports Line CFS Podcast